Hello, this is your fertility pharmacist. This podcast is for women who are trying to overcome infertility. If you keep a pulse on late-breaking fertility research, it could positively alter the course of your fertility journey like it has for me. Hello, this is Elise. I'm your fertility pharmacist. I have been a patient and I have been a clinical pharmacist. And regardless of which lens I'm wearing, I feel pretty firmly that a person should take only as much of a drug that is needed to work. When a study came out that cut letrozole down from five days to just one day, I felt compelled to report on it. For those of you who haven't taken it, letrozole is a drug that helps women who do not ovulate regularly. By blocking estrogen, letrozole helps to kickstart ovulation. It's typically taken during days three to seven of the menstrual cycle, so that's five days total. For some women who take letrozole, it is definitely far from their favorite part of trying to conceive. Side effects from this drug can include dizziness, headaches, and bloating. So if there's any opportunity to cut down on the pill taking and the side effects, taking just one day of letrozole instead of five days, it could be a major game changer. That brings us to today's study. The study came out in July and wanted to find out if taking letrozole just once would work as well as taking the standard five days of letrozole at producing ovulation and pregnancy. The study took place at one fertility clinic in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It included women with any kind of fertility diagnosis, so long as they were on their first attempt of trying to conceive using a procedure called intrauterine insemination, which for short is called IUI. IUI involves injecting sperm into the uterus so that more sperm have a higher chance of reaching the egg. If you want to learn more about IUI, I have posted links in the show notes at www.yourfertilitypharmacist.com. Getting back to the study, the women doing IUI were separated into one of two groups. The first group of women took one 25-milligram dose of letrozole. The second group of women took five days of five milligrams of letrozole. So the total amount was the same, but the first group of women took a lot of letrozole all at once, and the second group spaced it out. Interestingly, the dose that each woman took was decided by her doctor, and we don't know how each doctor made that choice. What we do know is that the women in the one-day letrozole group were, on average, about nine months younger than the women in the five-day letrozole group. Also, the women in the one-day letrozole group had lower BMIs. The study doesn't say it, but what I suspect is the doctors chose to play it safe and have their higher-risk patients take the standard dosing. Regardless of the dosing regimen they were assigned, the women were checking in with the clinic and having ultrasounds to make sure that they were on track with ovulation. If the doctors were concerned with their progress, the women were also prescribed some unspecified amounts of gonadotropin hormones to help produce a good egg. Thereafter, if all was well, the women took a trigger shot to release the egg, and they used a drug called human chorionic gonadotropin, aka HCG, and then sperm were let loose on that egg using IUI. Now that you know how the study was set up, let's get into the results. The study authors found no differences in pregnancy rate between one day and five days of dosing letrozole. They also looked at miscarriage and live birth rates, and no differences were found in either of those of miscarriage or live birth based on how the women took letrozole either. And for women who took the gonadotropin hormone injections with the letrozole, there were again no statistical differences found. Based on those lack of differences, the study authors felt that dosing letrozole for just one day 
seemed equivalent to the traditional five-day dosing, and that this one-time dose can be considered an alternate way to take the drug before IUI. When I'm reflecting on how this study was presented, I can see where the authors are coming from. Having said that, the safety of the dosing was not provided, and as a pharmacist, that concerns me. The paper didn't exactly reveal how well the women tolerated that high one-time dose. Were the women who took the high dose all at once more or less likely to feel nausea, headaches, or dizziness? If you were going to try to take letrozole differently than the standard dose, wouldn't you want to know what to expect? We don't know a lot about these women besides their ages or their BMIs. How long were they battling infertility? What were their fertility diagnoses? Did they have other relevant medical diagnoses that could have played into those study results? Since we don't know a lot of information still about who will benefit from taking this drug for less time and what the side effects were, I don't feel comfortable endorsing this abbreviated way of taking the drug for everyone just yet. This would definitely be something you'd have to seriously discuss with your provider before altering how you take the letrozole. To conclude, this was an intriguing study that was definitely worth publishing, and I hope it inspires higher quality clinical trials that get into the nitty-gritty of who would specifically benefit from taking the letrozole just once at the higher dose. For more details about the study as well as letrozole, or if you want to send me questions or feedback, please head to www.yourfertilitypharmacist.com. This is Your Fertility Pharmacist. Thanks for tuning in. 